and I've arrived here with nothing, contributing nothing except a shiny as hell forehead. It's that's, like, <laughs> that's, my, that's my contribution to the show. <laughs> Got like a eighties wrestler sweat. All, so, yes. <laughs> you just need like a boa and just come out just. <laughs> oh yeah, brother. <laughs> It just gets worse and worse as the hairline keeps receding. <laughs> There's just more and more to be shiny. Like Mr. Clean up in here. I can remember having teachers or, you know, just people I work with, whatever, mostly teachers that seemed that would just, where they'd have like the shicked head. Yeah. And usually they'd always have like the side bit of hair as well. And it felt like they just had turtle wax. <laughs> it's like you're doing it on purpose. You're not just naturally <laughs> shiny, right? No. But I'm looking at myself and I got all this like forehead shine going on. It's like, God, maybe it's like natural. So That's... I'm... I'm I'm heading towards the dome, man. It's just like as the hair recedes, the disco ball comes forward, and it's going to be nothing but bright lights. Yeah, man. You can find yourself in the crowd. Like, kids, just look up for dad. A beacon of light. My wife will be on the phone. Hey, can you just turn around and cast the lights all over the place? And I'm just spinning in a circle in the middle. Like a strobe light, a rave starts around me. It's like music pumps. The adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a 7-year-old and a 5-year-old. And I'm Jeff, I have a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old. Bit of a slip, he's going to be 5 in 2 weeks. Ooh, so get up there. The, but it's just like, the, the at this point, it's to call him a 4 seems ludicrous. It's like, <laughs> it's like he's so close. Like, what am I? <laughs> he's he's basically five but we'll yeah. have the whole birthday situation coming up again can't wait should be fun the summer beer continues we're we're in the dog days of summer yep wrapping up has been a phenomenal year great beers all across um now of course we never bring a bad one necessarily but heard from a lot of listeners this year it's been great for the suggestions that have come in if you yourself have any reach out to us on twitter at new dad gaming or our website newdadgaming.com if there's a particular beer you're enjoying uh, myself, it almost feels like a cheat okay. because <laughs> I discovered a Coors and Coors Original. This is a cheat. because it's, And then you might recognize this branding. And I'm looking at it thinking, this is a tasty beer. I like this one very much. However, is this just Coors Banquet? Which I have absolutely <laughs> recommended on the show. And it is. It is. And okay. it is. So Coors Banquet, it was fascinating. It was their Coors old recipe and you say Coors and immediately you're thinking Coors light kind of watery not necessarily your craft Mm -hmm. or overly interesting type of beer but Coors Banquet was delicious so that they were brewing it in much smaller batches and it harkened back to an older recipe that they had I I adored this beer bought it all over it like sung its praises all over the place yeah I go in now and there's the exact same branding that says Coors original it's like that's is it this is it different is this just Coors light that's been rebranded like what is <laughs> happening no but in fact they just rebranded it i think it's a vote of confidence i think they're going to be putting into their main keeping it around in their main roster okay so if you had not tried Coors banquet i suggest you look into Coors original it is a very tasty easy drinking beer this isn't some wild goose chase with elderberries or <laughs> other such nonsense it's a, a straight down the middle beer very delicious very available and it, what what was once banquet is now called Coors original 
so highly recommend I, I just tend i tend to find i'm trying to overcome some snobbiness with beers too because again you, you talk about your budweiser's or your molson canadian or your would be considered lesser tier beers and as we've said here multiple times on the show the greatest beer in the world is the cold one in your hand right so get past it like have a drink and just enjoy it so Coors original that was my for week it's a, it's a throwback because it's technically this Coors <laughs> banquet but I'm counting it this week as my uh, new beer. It's so okay. What, what, we can have repeats. <laughs> so what are you dipping into this week, Jeff? Um, I'm di- I'm dipping into Big Rig Breweries, Shakedown mm-hmm. Awakening, or Shakedown the Awakening. It's Just quite a name names. for this one. It's kind of like a movie title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it comes out of where you know up north near Ottawa region mm-hmm. in Ontario here, another Canadian beer. So mm-hmm. um, this one is a little bit more than your average Coors. Uh, it's got quite the. <laughs> is that a shot? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's a hoppy beer. So if mm-hmm. you don't like that hoppy taste, that like citrusy kind of uh, feel to your beers, this one wouldn't be the one to get. Um, sort of on the strong side again, like over just over six percent. So it does hit you a little bit. And I thought I'd try this one out, and I would totally recommend it. Again, just as mm. like a kind of a good palate hit, um, it did well with me on uh, trying to seal the driveway today, uh, and I had this as a break. So <laughs> that's such a dad task. It ridiculous. does. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so it helps out on the chores. That's right. So I would I would recommend this one. It's it's a good one. And again, it's just local here in around Ottawa, Ontario. So. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. So the mine a bit more available. Jeff's a bit more niche. Uh, that one does come from my hometown of Ottawa. So can give that a second vouch. Check them out. Nice. And again, any listeners have a recommendation for us to check out as we wind down the beer season? I think we probably have to end it with pumpkin beers. I think so. <laughs> I think that's kind of part of the rituals that we'll try at least two to three pumpkin beers. Yeah. And see if we can find the diamond in the rough. <laughs> Is there one? We'll see. <laughs> find out next. <laughs> Find it, see if we can find the delicious vegetable amongst the patch. Let's call right. it that. Okay. <laughs> but uh, as before that time, if you have any other one, deli- any delicious ones to suggest, pass it along and let us know. Now that, <laughs> so I want to say this is. I don't know if it's an embarrassing story. I'm not exactly sure how to like phrase this one. Okay. Uh, you know, I only I don't have a drinking problem. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I only look. I only drink when I work. Although technically I'm a workaholic. Oh, so okay. All right. Yes. That's, All that's right. a Ron White joke. I definitely stole that and I butchered, <laughs> and I butchered it. So it's not great. Anyways, <laughs> also suffice to say, I taking my son to soccer. The it, it is this massive field. This is right in the middle of summer. It, it ha, his games happen about six o'clock, six thirty in the afternoon. Okay. Peak summer. Right. You are on a grassy field. The sun is slowly starting to crest on the far side. It is it is every picturesque version of summer that you would ever imagine. Okay. And what would be better in that moment than a cold, delicious beer <laughs> after you've survived that day? And this is it is even better. His starts on a Friday. That's a Friday at six thirty. Oh, perfect timing. On a luscious green grass Friday afternoon in the summertime. Do you have Do you have any idea how perfect that is for a beer? That that now, is like prime commercial. Like that is perfect, right? So the now the, for good reason, and I I tell you, I honestly do support it. Like alcohol is not served at these type of events, no, <laughs> because because parents, sports parents, have proven themselves 
unreliable with alcohol when watching their kids play. Right. So, okay, I'm a, I'm a man of the law. I'm a man of the rules. This all finds great. But I just, it, I couldn't shake it. I just could not shake how perfect, perfect it would be to have that little drink. Okay. Now, have you ever had a big metallic thermos uh, coffee cup? Oh, yeah, absolutely. When's the last time someone ever asked you what's inside of it? <laughs> Never. <laughs> okay. Never this. So the, the gambit was, is that I'd have that all set up in the trunk, and I would just pour the my tall can into my large thermos cup. Oh, wait, bring you, that you prepared it there? Like, no oh, yeah. one, like, came out of the wilderness, like, <laughs> you just... You hear all these dads just, what is going on? And yeah, as soon as I cracked that can, every dad in, in a little radius, like, snapped their head. Like, what? Does someone have it? Does someone have refreshment? It's like, yeah, because I couldn't, I thought I could, I would drive with it, but then the problem would be is if I had open alcohol in the true, car, like, that's true. that's a huge, you don't, you do not play that game. Yeah. So, had everything in the trunk, came in, like, I was getting the seats, and like, oh, I gotta get my coffee. Right. Pour, pour the kid into it, and just having that little sneak of a drink while i'm watching the summer game it was everything it was everything i wanted it was perfect it, it was perfect jeff <laughs> part of it don't you get it was so worth it I'm, t- I'm a man of the law there's there's like police officers in my immediate family like it's just <laughs> like i'm all about it and i understand that alcohol should not be served at minor right. sports wasn't served but god i, I was a free man jeff at that moment <laughs> it's uh yeah i i don't know anyone that like doesn't try to at least do that at least once in a while um it just seems like your kids play a lot better when you've had a couple <laughs> coffees at their game coffees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for a few coffees i'm really awake this game got a lot more enjoyable this is amazing then i, I got a it. fist fight and like no yeah yeah so look i i do not advocate people to drink at like any possible public gathering there is but there's just some moments in life where the well-meaning rules just don't feel like they should be apply and you just want to be free for that moment yep and oh it, it made those the couple times i've done it i don't plan to do it all the time and but the few times that i have oh chef kiss it was so great it was so wonderful this is where that thermos kind of grows a little bit so like yeah. you can get like the the bubba huge yeah, the, thermos the four liter one yeah like oh it looks like Lord. a mini keg you're like wow you must be really tired of all that coffee mm-hmm. you had six at night like yeah. really <laughs> oh, a lot a lot of work i gotta go do that's right oh uh, late shift yeah sorry <laughs> so the i don't want I, again i'm hesitant even to call it like a dad hack or hey everybody go try it it's like a dad <laughs> truth the... yeah yeah i'm sure I, I would be interested to hear stories from other gaming dads where it's just those moments where, you know, you, you're not supposed to do necessarily something, but you just, yeah. you bend it a bit to have, to experience a wonderful moment. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so, or just tell me off for being a terrible person. <laughs> however, however you want to play that, I'll understand it. No, the... <laughs> now, a great game came out getting a lot of buzz, getting a lot of interest, and it really fits up right up our alley uh both from our kids being uh smash brother alumni and just this general universe and superheroes everything else our kids would be directly into it so multiverses launches yes and i don't don't know about you if you kept them straight but in my mind i got this one and the nickelodeon one completely confused i thought it was the same game like i (laughs) 
another one came out is like didn't that already launch and where's uh you know the yeah. cat dog like what happened because <laughs> i think you even talked about that one on the show yeah like, we did we did play with that one and it, yeah i could totally see the confusion right like all these characters are kind of mashed together same kind of colors and feels to them mm-hmm. like genuine, like not generic but like they look similar right like they're trying mm-hmm. to do the same thing so yeah this one is a uh, a little bit bigger than the other one, the Nickelodeon one, but uh, doing a fair bit better. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose, I don't know about you, but I, I was really surprised by the acclaim. Like, this, it looks like it's going to, it might turn into a staple of, well, staple is a very strong word. It looks like it might make an appearance or a run at being competitive. So there might yes. be, like, tournaments, and then you might actually start to see it on streams. And, like, I'm seeing tier lists of all, like, the best characters, like, who you can actually play, and strategies, things like that, too. Yeah. Uh, so that it were you surprised by that type of uptick like how people actually sort of embrace this one especially seeing how the other nickelodeon was just cast aside as a, a me too yeah. smash brother yeah i am actually i didn't think this one would take hold uh the way that it has and a lot of people are still talking about it like it's still mm. hot they have a lot planned for it i think they're technically still in the beta stage so they're not mm. even like officially launched and they're already like just again roadmap to the future and everyone's hanging on to like you know who's the next character who's the next stage and mm. i could totally see esports in uh, the future of this just something that um the, again the mechanics of this game are so close to smash brothers like they're they're good <laughs> they're really really good like they can only go up from here like you kind of expect these games to you know fall flat a little bit or like you mm. know um, maybe they're lacking in some areas but this one is like really clean like it is mm. put together they put a lot of thought time and effort into this some of the, it's just <laughs> i can't get over like some of the weird licenses they're just kind of like <laughs> smashing into this world <laughs> um just like you'll have lebron uh against like batman and you're like i don't understand <laughs> yeah. i understand that there's space jam and all that stuff but it's just like yeah have fun with it go nuts i oh, i'm here for it sure or the, or the big iron giant like showing yes. up there like it's yeah it's all this wild stuff but that what i what I, I was kind of checking myself on is initially it was like this is this feels ridiculous this feels like you're just trying to uh grab every possible character in your roster it's like just throw give them all i don't care like <laughs> every, scooby versus uh, superman whatever that's fine yeah but then you think about what smash was right it's like so we're gonna have Star Fox punch Pikachu? Like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. So in retrospect, like it's in, the idea is like already silly, even from a Smash Brothers perspective, but it just ended up being so tight and so much fun. It didn't matter. And it kind of seems like this is going along the same way. Yeah. And I think a big, big positive to this one is that it's not Nintendo. And Nintendo can be very, mm-hmm. very... Uh, heavy-handed with some of their copyright infringement and even streaming it and modifying their games right mm. whereas i think this one is a little bit it does have you know warner brothers behind it they're probably pretty protective of their stuff but not as much as nintendo so i can see a lot of people you know fiddling around with this one and seeing what you know how far they can push it before they get kind of called back on it but it uh it i don't know i tried it out with my kids and it was really really good my kids kicked my butt in it. Like, it wasn't even a question. <laughs> yeah. We're so, at that stage where, like, I can't biz- show them the ropes anymore, Trevor. <laughs> that's so bizarre. So it's like you you no longer... 
because generally speaking like as the veteran gamer you'd be yep. able to pick it up and be able to understand the mechanics and now that is flipped in your household huh oh yeah with these games they it's just no match they're Little fingers move way faster than my old sloppy, just like, oh, what's the move again? I can't remember it. <laughs> no, they pick up these things like crazy and uh, can give me a run for their money. So I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a new age, a new phase. <laughs> okay. I'm kind of curious how to hear how it hit with your kids, what they thought about it. Because mine, they, what their, their favorite thing to do, they don't like playing against each other. Right. They want to be on the same teams and yes. then they want to fight bots. Right. And that mode doesn't exist yet. So they have, and I'll I'll say cynically, maybe they never will, mm. because this is much. Le- Smash Brothers was very much the hey pay, uh, give us your our hundred dollar Nintendo tax, right? And you can have this game, and it's all there. And I, they did they did DLC with extra characters, fine. But generally speaking, it was a complete game. Yeah, this, however, is very much going to be the seasons pass, the extra skins. Like if you subscribe to this many things, and then you can get these other characters. Right, so it's it's free as a baseline, and then you're gonna pay a whole lot for extra ones. The idea that inside that free, free to pay model, yeah, yeah, they're gonna give a mode where it's just like you can just fight characters, like you know, you can just play a couple of bots and enjoy yourself infinitely. I don't know if I'm kind of off base on that. If that, if you'd ever see them actually releasing something like that, I mean, I think it would be in their best interest to do that. Like even if it was a little paid model to get it. Um, my mm-hmm. kids are very much the same. They like to play against the bots or like scale up the bots. So there's like, you know, four of them against two of them and they play against mm-hmm. that and have a blast. Right. Um, they will play against each other. So my kids are more, <laughs> more, more competitive that way. Like they will do it. It won't last very long because one will get upset, um, which yeah, fair game. I, I can see that happen. Um, but they should have bots in this. I think it just even for practice, just as a mm. something to, for me to practice, <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to, get, you, to reclaim the glory, to get sure. better. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's not, I can see where I talked before about it falling flat in some areas, but maybe that smash brother had a sing a whole single player thing that mm. you could do and earn those characters. And it was long and deep yeah. and a lot of things going on with it where this doesn't have that so and totally like that's its own thing it's got a different kind of market that it's aiming for but it would be nice to have either bots or, or some other thing where i could practice it. and i don't know if it has a training mode or not i didn't look into it but hmm. that would be a, a good tutorial thing i don't know how it really tr- worked as a yeah. training it's like a dummy that you're kind of like facing off as right so okay so what did so you, your kids are huge into smash Yes, I remember. So like, so they're not coming at this fresh. So given that they would have the comparison, yeah, and it wasn't bought and type of stuff. Like, what was their impression? It was like, Dad, we love this. Like, we keep downloading it, or it's fine. What'd your kids think? Uh, it was more of a fine because <laughs> there's like a scale. It's like delete it now. Yeah, give me, give me your wallet. I want more. Or like, it's fine. This will hang out on the hard drive a little bit longer. I don't see it staying. Hmm. I think the big pull with Smash Brothers is obviously all those IPs they know. So they know all Pokemon characters, Metroid characters, Zelda, Mario, like all that stuff they love. Here you get hits of that. Like mm-hmm. the Batman isn't the Batman they really know. Uh, and then there's characters that they haven't seen, like Rick and Morty. They have no idea who anyway. It's kind of like that Nickelodeon <laughs> part yeah. again where they don't know half the characters. So they're not very vested into it. So what's the pull for them and they they almost pick the same characters 
when they're going to the character selection screen. So it's like in Smash Brothers, that was never a problem. There were 70 <laughs> characters that they all knew and they all wanted. This one, they like gravitated towards something that they knew, like Superman, right? Or something that mm. was a little bit easier to for them to relate to like i think it's Arya stark isn't it so i'm like uh just random things that uh they don't really they're not really that interested in it so this will this will go away in a couple weeks i think just for now it's not yeah they're gonna not gonna stay they're gonna be asking like oh can i uh what's this game of thrones dad can i watch it <laughs> yeah. oh no oh oh goodness no. that is not gonna happen <laughs> yeah. like I'll have you watch some of the more dark Batman ones before I let you touch Game of Thrones. Yeah, no. You need they, to be at least uh, 35 before you can start watching that <laughs> stuff. My goodness. <laughs> but even like Bugs Bunny and, and uh, on the screen it showed Taz, like mm -hmm. they have no idea who these people are. Maybe Bugs Bunny a little bit, but no yeah. idea. Like they're not, it's not the same pull for them at all. Yeah, it's like my kids wouldn't understand Steven Universe. Like, nope. I like I like that show. Like that was cool. But like, yeah, there's some there's some weird... It's not that, although, like, a lot of the Nintendo ones I felt to be, not throwaways, but, like, the, what, what was the main critique they got? It kept being Xeno, was yeah. it Xenoblade characters? Xenoblade characters. Okay. It's, like, 15 dudes with a sword. With that a all sword, the exact yes. same. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> and you're, like, what's their name again? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. It's the same. Yeah. So, yeah, there is definitely some repeats with Smash, but here it's just, they have no yeah. idea. It's even deeper, like, pulls. And it's, like, yeah, that. It's funny. It's funny that people wouldn't know Taz. Like that's sort of yeah, a wild statement. Right. Haven't you looked at like Big Mac trucks with the wheel wells? Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that the guy in Minecraft? Oh, <laughs> Maybe one day, but I don't think so at the moment. No. Yeah. Uh, now, if they didn't like this particular game, you could just cynically say, "Why don't you create your own game?" There you go. And th and that's been a thread actually. You and I have both hit on with our kids. Where it is that kindling of a engineering type spirit around, okay, you like games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you like Lego and you like drawing and like creating worlds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How would you like to learn how to code and build games? <laughs> it just, it's, it, you, someone got chocolate in my peanut butter. It's all the best <laughs> <laughs> worlds coming together. It's there, just take it. So the, the I think about that a lot. It's it's something I I don't lay into my... I, I just mentioned to my son, because he, he talks about, like, oh, it'd be great if I can build games. And I'm like, well, you can absolutely do that. You just yeah. have to, you know, you start to, like, illuminate ways to do so, and we can talk about a few free platforms to do it. Uh, you're starting a new venture into this to try to figure out, okay, what is the next level of game builder? Not, not coding. Like, no. the kids aren't quite at the area where they can grasp coding but what is a more full engine that my kids can play with to learn it and this is also coming from i think you can speak to uh mario maker yeah. as well as game builder which is both on the switch right yeah yeah and we have both those games and my nine-year-old especially like the the ability to create their own little thing right because mm -hmm. they wanted to kind of have what was in their head on the screen and they could do that in mario maker with the tools and game builder garage they had uh, a whole set of tutorials that you could kind of learn and it would show you different types of games you could build like shooter games and kickball games and 3d-ish kind of games but then that's where it kind of stopped so like those tools only take them so far hmm. they're kind of still in the same space and specifically with the game builder garage it can get really complicated 
Um, and it will take practice to kind of see, you know, what can I do with these things and how can I make them my own? And I just don't think like, I just need some sort of in between, like not even like game builder, you can do a lot with, but it will take a while to get there. And it's not as visual until you kind of like boot it up and see what you created. So I need something that like, it's kind of an in between where they can mm. get excited about what they're doing and kind of see it right away. And I don't know if that exists or not, but it's just like, like you said, they're, they're not totally into the coding aspect of things. Like they don't want to go down, uh, uh, line by line or, or even just, you know, they've done the scratch coding where the blocks come in and they can kind of see things stitched together right away. I'm looking for something because like you're saying, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of easing them into it. Like, Hey, look, you could gain these skills and they will mm. be very useful in the future. Like this is not going away, <laughs> but I don't want to push it on them. Cause then, you know, what happens? They just, they kind of repel, right? Like that's, mm. I'm not going to do this. You want me to do it? Push. Not doing it. It's like my yeah, laundry. Never. Nope, not doing it. You want it done. <laughs> not doing it. Yeah, so I'd be wondering. I don't know how creative they are with their writing. Because the two that come to my head is I know that there's an engine. I think it's free, but it's for uh, text adventures. Oh, okay. So it lets, you like, it lets you build a text adventure tree where it's like you enter a room and on the left, and there's two doors on the left and right. And then like you can choose yeah. your options, go left to go right. Perhaps it's kind of like a segue in because it's sort of very tiny and linear. Um, as for the actual real world building one, like it, nothing comes to mind, unfortunately. Like honestly, I don't know if like RPG Maker, if they would ever, if you'd ever mess with that yourself, or it could be right. It could be a possibility because because at the very least you can visual. see like all the sprites and like yeah. And I think it gives you that layout a little bit better. I I don't re I did get the first or second one of the, I don't know what they're on now like number nine or something mm -hmm. but it kind of gives you that setup on like how to create it right like here's your story blocks and and here's where you input your hit points or whatever here's where an enemy would be and you can go ahead and create that but I don't know man it's like one of those things I want them I want them in there I want them doing it um and and building um so I, I don't yeah. know yeah, I remember that Microsoft had one, and I remember it worked on the Xbox. So you could actually, you'd be, oh, and a lot of it was about, I remember doing a demo and I created this big hill and you had to collect like four stars before like something would happen. And it was very impressive. It felt very much like what you're talking about, where it's like, it's kind of like you're a character walking in the world. And as you do, like you're placing points of interest or things that are happening. Okay. Yep. Type of thing. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, so we're, we're watching as we're talking about this live, we're watching this video and it's talking about all the codeless game engines. Mm -hmm. And there's each and every one is more complicated than the last. <laughs> like, like I work in software for a living and some of this is like, this is wild. Like yeah. they're trying to introduce to like a six or eight or 12, like my Lord, like you have no chance. Yeah. And, and you know, that's part of it too, is like this can't just magically you know, be generated by them either, right? They do have to learn the tools and spend that time. Mm -hmm. um, even with Mario Maker, it was a little bit of a learning curve just to even to understand how the buttons worked and how to make it all function so you could actually finish the level, right? So I am looking into whatever is out there. I'm actually, we played Quake again this weekend and nice. um, I was looking at mo uh, like maybe there's a map editor just to build, because mm -hmm. I remember those That'd map editors, cool. you could see it happened, right? And now they're very slick. So you can see the world being built. Even if it's just that and less of the 
game code, quote unquote, mm. just even building in a 3D space. Let's get used to that and like mm. let's see if you like it and apply it to other things. That's an excellent idea. Like I do like the computer version of it because like getting our kids a bit more accustomed to using computers to build yeah. stuff is an awesome skill. Yeah. I have heard people say before that you can for the game for building games. A great place to start is to build a card game. Okay, because it's offline and you could literally just have like blank cards. And I think they sell packs of uh, blank ones if you don't want to cut out a hundred ones. Yeah, but then you can just draw much like a Pokemon or however you know you can fashion it after any existing model and like okay well, this is what a mana is or this is how like power works and this is a super scary monster and then they'll play a few games and like oh no like trogdor is unbelievably powerful i'm gonna need to nerf that a little bit <laughs> and, they, and they start to get just that sense about building putting something into the world and then the repercussions of having it there right and then also because it's offline and you know i know your kids to be creative and at least one of mine really likes to draw that's kind of like this angle where it turns into a game. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good, that's a, maybe a good thing to look into. I know my kids, if they're anything like the stories they would tell me about, you know, oh, dad, you know, where do you want to go? And like there's a little RPG that they're making up in their head. Mm. Everything's overpowered. I always die. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter because... what spell I used. It could be like, you know, that enemy dies immediately. Nope, doesn't work on this enemy. I'm like, oh, this rings very true to a lot of final <laughs> fantasy games that i've played <clears throat> what one hit that was great you so you built a ruby weapon there's nothing <laughs> but ruby weapons <laughs> this is here to kill you all the time no matter what so yeah i would, I, I suggest you also look at i'd, I'd, I'd be like i'd like you to check back in because <laughs> i want to like hear this and just selfishly too because my i'm slowly trying to build that into my kids too because they keep mentioning it it's a curiosity i want to in fours. Yeah. I, I would be curious, like, if you checked it on the iPad, I wonder if there's any kind of smaller game-building ones. I can yes. remember I remember a few titles coming out that it was very much, it was a 3D space, it was like a little character, it's isometric view, and, you know, you, you start at one end, you have to get to the other end. It looked yes. very much reminiscent of Toad's Treasure Tracker or whatever the game that was on Nintendo. Yep. But on the iPad, like, you, the whole purpose of this title is that you can play other people's levels and you can build levels and much like you're saying with the um quake modifier it's not so much about like okay let's get you knee deep into coding and like yeah yeah <laughs> creating the skills let's instead get you all right let's uh build build some levels try to build a level that i like would i'd find impressive yeah yeah and again it's just the it's it's just trying to harness that curiosity that that I can see there in their little minds, and I think mm. that's our jobs as gaming dads, right? Like even with Minecraft, right? Like get in here. Oh, did you know that you could, you know, modify Minecraft and do things that are beyond, mm. or make structures and engines and things that work? So, like, let's just push it a little further instead of baseline all the time, right? So. God, I hate to say it, but it, Minecraft might be the secret weapon there. Well, it's no, just... I just mentioned it, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> maybe it is. <laughs> like, Do you know what I mean? It, like, maybe it is. There's got to be yeah, There's got to be a way to not. I know there's a bunch of crazy coding stuff you can do within yeah, yeah. Minecraft, but there's got to be a kind of more simple game creation mode Yeah. where you can just kind of, in 3D, like, Minecraft space, build a game of what right. your kids are heavily invested in, they're very good at, they love it very much, and so do their friends absolutely so it's like you could build a a minecraft game for your friends yeah that that is a really sweet angle that, that, that might, could might be, be a winner 
that could be the turnkey there, right? Like that's the gateway. <laughs> the gateway drug into coding is Minecraft. <laughs> Suckers, you're learning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like this anymore. In your face, Dad, I built this game. Ho, ho, son. I was playing 3D chess. You now have a skill. That's right. No. Can I, I play it's... it? That's $9.99, Dad. You don't get off free. <laughs> what about this other character? That's yeah. deal. That's deal. That's See. DLC. No! You were supposed to destroy them, not yeah. join them. Why does the villain look like me? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sir Dadzalot removed yeah, yeah. <laughs> remove the computer from your room. You must go slay Dadzalot. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Why do I have such a gut? Come on, man. <laughs> Why are you going to do me like that? Uh, your father, man. <laughs> oh, on that note, we'll wrap it up for the week. I will say this. If, if any gaming dads have experience with a platform that Jeff might be able to suggest for his kids, and that we can give to the audience as well for building yeah. games. Pass it along. I think this is it's one of the more interesting threads for gaming dads, where it's that transition from consumer to creator. Yeah. And what's interesting with our kids and many kids from listeners is just that, impet- that using that creativity, that curiosity, that desire for gaming and turning into something that teaches skills and just interesting methods of creation so if you have any software that you've used with your kids specifically would love to hear reach out newdadgaming.com or at newdadgaming which will tie us up nicely for this week as we wrap up this show everybody thank you so much for listening uh, if you want to get a hold of us much like i just mentioned i'll mention it for the fourth or fifth time <laughs> you can find <laughs> us at our website newdadgaming.com or at newdadgaming it goes without saying that one of the greatest things has been communicating with uh, listeners of the show hearing your own dad stories your Failures or triumphs, uh, you can validate my drinking at my son's soccer game or not secretly. <laughs> That's a good idea. You can pass ideas along for Jeff. We can share it with the community. Do reach out, newdadgaming.com, at newdadgaming. If you like this podcast, you can find it anywhere where you get your podcast. So iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Caster, anywhere. If you just search for New Dad Gaming, a subscription helps us out greatly. It honestly really makes an impact. What makes an even larger impact Perhaps you don't think it does. I can't describe to you how much of an impact it makes, but if you do leave a rating, it really boosts the signal as we try to get out to as many gaming dads as possible. How are we going to find the perfect coding language for Jeff if we don't get out to as many dads as possible? That's right. So if you take a moment on any of those platforms, leave a rating, uh, Jeff and I will be eternally grateful. Couldn't thank you enough. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. That does it for this week. Until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old who hopefully is going to code. Build the perfect game. (laughs) Just remember, just because you became a dad doesn't mean it's game over. Unless Unless your your son builds it that way. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) All right. Same way. (laughs) I'll I'll hit that last line because I want you to have that joke. It was a good one. Doesn't Doesn't mean it's game over. Unless your kid codes it that way. (laughs) Boom. To be clear, I'm not going to cut that out because that was fantastic. No, it was good. (laughs) But I wanted it to be clear. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. See you later.